Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome back to another episode of the Storybox Podcast. My name is Jared Fansom, or Jay, if you want to call me that. And welcome back to another episode of the Storybox Podcast. Uh, last week's episode was received overwhelmingly, actually, by quite a few people, and the response that we got from that was absolutely incredible. So if you did listen to it, uh, thank you so much for actually your feedback and uh, your response. So really, really do appreciate that. But this week, we have another special guest. His name is Matt Steinway. Now, when I was in real estate working for McGrath, all the agents would come up to me and say, Jared, have you heard of Matt Steinway? Do you know who Matt Steinway is? I'd be like, no, no, I don't know who he is. Um, nor did I really care at the time. And they're like, Jared, if you want to get better, you gotta, you gotta look at Matt Steinway. You gotta check him out. You gotta see what he does and why he's so good. And I thought to myself one day, okay, fair enough. I'll have a look at, um, his, his stuff and see what makes him good. So I looked up Matt Steinway and saw one of his videos and, I was instantly struck by this man and where he's come from and his his actual story from going from being homeless to becoming number one in the McGrath, um, uh, McGrath estate agents. So for me, I really, really wanted to actually meet this man and get to know his story and like get to know, seek some of adv- some of his advice as well. Uh, so I found him on Instagram, and the the amazing thing is, I didn't think that Matt was actually going to respond to my message. Um, so when I initially started the podcast, um, he was one of the first ones that I actually contacted and said, "Hey, Matt, I'm doing a podcast. Uh, we'd love to get you on if you are actually interested." And surprisingly, he responded back and he said, "Yes, Jared." Um, be happy to help out. We'd love to talk to you. And so we set up a date. So uh, the, the story goes, right? So I drive all the way up to Terrigal, which is an hour and 30 minute drive for me. Um, and I get to the, the place. We had scheduled a meeting for about 11 o'clock. I get to the place um, that we were meeting at and his, his um, assistant comes out and says, welcomes me. And the environment there was absolutely amazing. I loved it. Um, but the, recept- the, the assistant, sorry, was really, really welcoming. And she said to me, Jared, unfortunately, Matt is down in Sydney. He's at an appointment um, to go to. Are you able to meet Matt down in Sydney? So she gives me Matt's number. And this is Matt's time, okay? She gives me his number and tells me to give him a call. And I was like awestruck, like, why are you giving me Matt Steinway's number? But anyway, um, I called him up and Matt said he apologized for wasting my time. Um, and he said, look, Jared, if you're willing to come down to Sydney, we can we can meet somewhere and we can still do the podcast. So I was like, yes, I'm definitely 
I'm, I'm going back down to Sydney. So I get back in my car, drive another hour and I think 30 minutes to Hyde Park and I meet Matt Steinway. Now, if you've ever met Matt Steinway before, he's a, quite a, a large, like very fit, big man. And I'm only... I'm only 5'7", he's probably like 6-something, he's, he's, he's really tall and quite uh, stocky, like really um, fit. So I shake his hand and I wasn't, I didn't find myself being nervous at all. He was quite humble in the sense that he knew he, he was just being a human being, you know, like, and that's what really struck me about Matt when I first met him is he didn't make me feel uncomfortable. I didn't feel uncomfortable. We just sat there and had a good 23 minute conversation talking about his history, what what got what got him from being homeless to being number one. And I really think you guys are going to get something out of Matt's story. Um, it's really it's a really encouraging story. I find it's very challenging as well. I now introduce to you guys Matt Steinway. Matt Steinway, real estate agent. Um, up in Terrigal, I uh, used to be an underworld criminal and then uh, changed my life. So what was the process like of changing your life? Was it a massive like realisation or yeah, no, what I just, happened? Yeah, so I was involved, we're down in the city at the moment and I, I was involved in the underworld down here and then uh, after, I don't know, quite a few years, I just knew I'd either be in jail or dead any day um, and I met a guy in Terrigal a long time ago and then called him and said can you come pick me up and I just left with what I was wearing and then went up to Terrigal and I was in a bad way though had a massive drug habit um had a couple of contracts taken out my life um just all, all sorts of things and so he put me out the back of his parents house I lived there for nine months and then an ex-girlfriend said why don't you get into real estate that was 20 about 25 years ago Mm. That's incredible. Like, you just blown me away already. Yeah. <laughs> saying all that. So what was, I guess, moving from real, uh, criminal underworld, how long did it take you to get from there to becoming the number one real estate agent? Long time. Yeah. So, yeah, I, when I, I just asked everybody for a traineeship, but I was a bodybuilder back then. I was, yeah, like I said, I had a, a huge drug habit. I was in a bit of a psychosis. Like it was, I was really not in a great, because I, I ended up homeless before that. It a, it's a very long story, but I ended up homeless before that. But living on the streets down here, you're sort of usually in a bad way. And then, so I had to not, not just turn my life or turn things around physically, but I had to turn things around emotionally and mentally for myself too. Um, I worked in real estate. Fortunately, someone gave me a job. I, I applied for so many just as a trainee. And then a lady gave me a job and I had no car for the first probably year and a half. And I just used to walk the streets and ask people if they'd want to sell their house. So I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, Obviously something worked. Yeah, just like yeah. that's what I did. I Like day after day, it didn't matter if it was pouring down with rain and whatever. I just used to walk around and literally knock on people's doors and say, hey, do you want to sell your house? And, you know, some people would say yes over time. Um, used to get the bus to work. And then one day when I was about a year into it, um, a guy who owned the fish and chip shop at Kalani Vale, like a little country town where I worked, he um, called me and said, hey, Matt, you've just been on Australia's Most Wanted and I had to go hand myself back in in, in the city and then I went straight to court. I had a lot of warrants out for my arrest and then, um, I don't know, the, the, the hearing went for a while and then the judge said to me, um, she goes, I, Matt, you should be going to jail for quite a few years. But she said, I just see some good in you. I'm going to give you a second chance. 
Um, but if I see you back in here, you, you'll go for half your life. So um, when I walked out of the courtroom, I literally made a decision and I rang my mate Dino, who put me out the back of his parents' house, and I said, Dino, I'm going to become Australia's number one agent. And wow. that decision has never left me. And what was, what was going through your mind when you're sitting in the courtroom and the judge, speak, the judge is speaking? Because you can pretty much yeah. determine the rest of your life from then. Yeah, I, I was sure I was going to jail. And, you know, so many things have happened over time. And, like, I do believe in angels. <laughs> like, I definitely do. Like, for instance, when I, um, this tattoo that I have on here and just to here, you can't really see it when I've got a T-shirt, just a little bit. But I actually went in the tattoo shop when I was 20 years old and my mate, who was one of the rebel bikey guys, quite quite high up in that whole thing, he, um, it was meant to go all the way up my face. Wow. And he was doing my tattoo and he went around my back, like around the neck there. Yep. And, and I said to him, no, 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 I want it to go all the way up my face. And he said, Matt, if you want that, to, if you want that sort of tattoo, you're going to have to go somewhere else because he said, I'm not going to do it to you. And like, I can name so many moments like that. The judge is another one and it's just, I don't know, angels have looked after me along the way. I still had to do community service for a long time and all that sort of stuff, but I did it. And how long have you been a real estate agent for? Yeah. Almost 25 years. Wow. Yeah. A lot of experience. Yeah, yeah. Six months, yeah. 25 years. So what drives you, Matt, to get out of bed in the morning to be the number one real estate agent? Because surely yeah. to goodness, you just don't wake up like every single day. Every day is different. So... What's it like for you on any given day, waking up and thinking, well, today is a new day. What am I going to achieve today? Hasn't changed. No. That, that one decision, just I can't explain it to you. You know when people say you find your purpose or you find this or that, that's all great and it's, it's really hard to work out. But I think it's that I just, I just made a decision that, that every day, and I'm not exaggerating, Broccoli works with me. You know, Broccoli's sitting right there. He works with me every day. And I, I don't think there'd be one day where I don't have butterflies in my stomach thinking, yeah, I'm going to do this thing. Like, it, it, it's like, I mean, I work round the clock every day. I work six days a week. Um, that motivation, that inner motivation or that hunger, I, it's unquenchable for me. And I think because I, you know, I want the opportunity to work out. Mm. Yeah. And what are you passionate about the most, do you think? Um, health. Health, yeah, health and yeah, health and um, uh, I think when you're really healthy, something something changes energetically. So like your mindset, the way people interact with you, um, you're almost going on that personal journey, and life seems to run in parallel with it. We all look for these results. How do you create great success? I think it's about creating success with yourself first, and then your sort of life will sort of mirror that. So. that's probably my number one priority. So do you think success is mirrored by being fit and healthy? Or yeah. what overall, so is it just fit and healthy or is there other things that revolve around success? Well, fit and healthy is everything. Like, you know, the way you see yourself, the way you treat yourself, what you say to yourself. The way, like, like I learned a lot about energy along the way, law of attraction. You know, the, the energetic level that you operate at every day. Yep. You know, you can't operate at worried or anxious and expect life to work out. Because it just doesn't. It, it's bumpy and clunky. When I learned that many years ago, I'd, I've literally absorbed myself in the art of energy management. doesn't mean it's perfect, but I'll, I'll navigate it fairly well, just like driving a car. Mm. Yeah. And what's, what's it like being the number one agent in, <laughs> Austra- in Australia? Um, 
busy. <laughs> How do you yeah, manage your time the, the, the best? Really well. Yeah, I just I say no to a lot of things. Yep. And I say yes to the things that are, that are meaningful or that you want to spend your time with. Like, um, I think sometimes life, people are afraid to say no. And I can be a bit blunt sometimes, but I say it in a nice way. Like, I'm not one for small talk. I don't want to hang at a barbecue just because I'm expected to go there. I'd rather say to the people, no, thanks, I really appreciate it, but I'm sure I'll see you somewhere else along the way. Because um, time's really valuable. Yeah. It, it is the reason that you will achieve what you want to achieve. Yeah. 100%. Mm. I agree with that. What, what does humility mean Says to me and I wasted your time today. No, no, no. Yeah, I totally no, wasted. I totally, no, it's totally was in worth Sydney. It, you, went, you drove to Terrigal. <laughs> <laughs> so I apologise. <laughs> it's worth meeting someone like yourself, telling, yeah. sharing their stories because that's what this show is really about. Yeah. It's helping people through the use of telling stories such as yours. Yeah. So I'm curious to know what your idea or what your opinion is on what humility is. Humility? Mm. It's the best. Like humility is, I reckon the, we all can get arrogant when you, things are going well and all that sort of stuff, but the world has a funny, sort, a funny way of making you humble when you think you're killing it. Um, but the, the, I think the cool thing is when you're humble continuously, you, you have more power. People like you, um, people are disarmed by you, people, you surprise people. So when you, and it, look, I've said it a couple of times recently, but a, a good friend of mine is like a mentor of my billionaire guy, Gary. He came and saw me a couple of weeks, uh, two uh, months ago. And he walked out the front, caught out for an hour and a half. Super, he just bought the Westpac building down here and for a no couple hundred mil, <laughs> knocked it down and rebuilt it. That's how wealthy he is, all with cash. Um, he walked out of our office the other day and he said, oh, Matt, sorry, would you excuse me? And I said, oh, what's happened? And he said, I just want to go and say thank you to Kim for her hospitality and the water that she brought me. Now, Kim's our receptionist, but Gary was leaving, hadn't said thank you to her properly for the water that she brought. That's humility. Mm. That guy's super wealthy, super nice, great example. And you want to deal with those people. Yeah, so humility is the number one tool you have in, in your journey. I have on my Instagram, in failure, you learn humility. Yeah. Because that's the best teacher, I, I think. <laughs> yeah, for sure. When, when you stuff up, you have that feeling inside mm. of you or in your mind that this is crap. Yeah. So how am I going to rise above this mm. the most? Mm -hmm. And it's that thing you just said, humility. Yes. You feel very different after you've made a mistake. Yeah. Because you're not, I'm not going to do that again. Yeah, for sure. So in terms of, I, I want to know a little bit more about what it was like being in the underworld, the underworld mm. criminal and that sort of thing. Well, when I got in, when I, I didn't mean to sort of get involved in it all. I just started, came into the city, left Maroubra and then I'd started bouncing on Oxford Street on the, on the doors. But I could see in that whole underworld, criminal world, whatever you want to call it, it's like there's, there's this definitely respect currency thing. So the more heavy people that you know, the more connected that you are, and even the bigger that you are, it like has this respect currency. And I remember thinking to myself, I just want to become one of those guys. Yeah, and I just, so I just, you know, got to know people and, and trust is a big thing in that world, yeah. believe it or not. It's like, you know, what you say is what you do. If you don't, something will happen to you. And I, I really learned the value of, sticking to what you say. Because if you don't with, the, with similar people like that, they don't really care. They'll do anything because you haven't delivered what you said you would. Taught me a lot. Okay. Now, I guess moving a little bit further into 
What are some things that have been a challenge for you inside of real estate? Two divorces. Wow. <laughs> Six kids and two divorces. Wow. <laughs> so um, that's been, yeah, I had to work our way through it. But growing business, so growing a business and from zero, um, that's been a mind-bending exercise. What's it like being a leader and teaching your team? And leading your team. Easy, because I do it by example. Good. Yeah, like I just, people come to work with me. We would get, I don't know, broccoli, how many calls do we get from people saying we just want to work with us? Because the example that I set is high standard, but they know what they're going to get. Um, I think a leader's got to be inspiring. And I don't mean I'm the most inspiring person, but you want to work with the winning team. So I'm constantly creating like a winning self, then winning team. And the people who, some people don't like working with myself or people around me because we run too fast. So like I think like um, inspiring your team, getting great people, it's really easy because you've got to be that person. And having that, a lot of energy. Yeah, as for well. sure. So how do you keep that energy going? Yep. <laughs> By not wanting to be homeless again. <laughs> that's, that's basically it. It's Providing for my kids. Yeah. yeah. I want to be quite wealthy. Like I already am reasonably wealthy, but it's like I want to be really wealthy just because it's a target of mine, um, not because the money. Like I, you know, I drive a Land Cruiser. I don't wear watches. I don't wear jewelry. I don't wear nothing. Um, the the wealth doesn't really define me, but I like having it. It's like a bit of a sport in a way. Yeah. Going from nothing to something. Yeah. Is, it's like how far can I go? Yeah. <laughs> don't want to stop. Yeah, yeah. That's right. It's good. And it's legal. <laughs> that's the main thing <laughs> that's great and some memorable experiences that you've had in your life in real estate whether it's been a, a client of yours and you sold their house yeah. or even outside um, of real estate as well so you're saying a memorable experience for you was the courthouse changed your life yeah have there been other sort of smaller things or? yeah yep. John McGrath yep like some meeting John McGrath I sent him a videotape 20 something years ago of you know the big old videotapes that you put on the, the camcorder you yeah, put on your yeah, shoulder like a TV. Tape. Yeah, I sent him a videotape and saying, would he meet me? Um, and that one meeting literally changed my entire course of the rest of my life because he, he rang me and said, come down for have breakfast with me. I did. Nothing happened for a few years, but I always had the vision in my mind, I'd like to be a part of McGrath somehow. And then about six years after that, maybe, we got offered the first franchise. Oh, there's a lot that happened in the middle, but we got offered John McGrath's first franchise. And the power of that vision that you have, like that would be a, a, probably one of the most significant things that have ever happened in my real estate career. What was it like meeting John McGrath? Awesome. It's just normal. It's like sitting here talking to you. And I walked away because he is quite a humble guy, normal guy, took the time. Um, and I walked away thinking, wow, this is so normal. You know, and I think sometimes we think successful people are magical or different and they're not. They're just like, they just wear the scars of what they're you know, the battle that they're walking, walking through. And they just, like the thing I admire about John, so much stuff has happened to him over time, but he still walks to his own beat in the direction that he wants to go. I missed my opportunity of actually meeting John McGrath. Yeah. Because I got food poisoning the day yeah. that he actually came to our office. <laughs> and I was spewing, because I, I was literally spewing, but yeah. I really, really wanted to meet the man because yeah. I've heard so much about him. I've seen Shark Tank. I've seen all the, all the things that he was uh, on, as well as the, the coaching sessions yeah. as well. Great I just guy. thought one day I've got to meet him as well. So sure. it may start with Matt. Yeah. John. Send him know. a videotape. I will. I'll send him a... Does he have Instagram or not? Mm, he not. does, but uh, he does. You wouldn't, I think he has like a fake account that he just uh, watches things on there. Well, yeah. I'll send him an email. Yeah, yeah do know. that. <laughs> and can you explain to me uh, the 31 minutes? What's that about? Yeah, 
Um, the movement. Yeah, 31 minutes. So I think life gets busy. People forget themselves. Um, health, as I said before, is part of my brand. Like when I walk into somebody's home, you're fit. You know, when I walk into somebody's home, I like them to look at me and say, well, that guy takes care of himself because it's like I think that's a reflection on how I'm going to take care of them as well. Um, life was getting so busy for me that I literally had no time, zero. And I made a decision that 31 minutes, I can fit that in for health. And I do a lot in that 31 minutes. Um, and it's just paying dividends over and over again. And I don't miss a day. If I miss a day, it's because uh, I'm sick. But, um, but I just, it's a decision I just made for myself to 31 minutes. I can do that. And yeah, and it's great. It's turning into a movement. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> so, yeah. And I guess like in the morning, do you find that you have more time in the mornings? I like or, the mornings because my energy's better. Yeah. By the time seven o'clock comes, I'm like, oh, worn out. I still go if I have to, but the workout's nowhere near the same as the mornings. 100%. Yeah. I, agree. I agree with you on that. I'm up yeah. at 4 a.m. <laughs> every single morning going for a run or doing a workout. Yeah, for sure. You've seen the sunrise. I have a mentality that if I can beat the sun, I can beat whatever comes in my in my life that day. Yeah, so exactly. Because yeah. the sun's constant, you know. Like it, It's yeah. something for me that I made two years ago, a decision. Because I got sick as well and had to really change, I guess, my mentality, my life as a whole. Yeah. And running became part of it. And I guess getting up that early in the morning just gave me this extra boost and seeing yeah. the sun change every single morning. I mean, some felt the same, but some felt really different. For sure. Because it was me that was feeling different, not the sun. Definitely. So, <laughs> um, yeah, the sun's pretty constant. Yeah, exactly. And. Three, I guess, finishing off because I am mindful of your time as well. So, three bits of advice you can give to anyone that's starting out or that's really struggling in life. Yeah, I think if you're feeling it really disconnected in life, the thing that I've learned probably more so now than ever is, like, why is that? Nine times out of ten, because you're not really being true to yourself. You're living a, you're in a job you don't really like. You're in a relationship you don't really like. I think sometimes that bravery will set you free if you've got a tough decision that you need to make. You need to make it. I think if you don't, you'll, you'll die inside. Uh, and like, look, I'm not a doctor, I have no idea. Like, but I do believe that's the reason people get sick a lot of the time. You know, it's, it's that dis-ease inside of you. So that would be the first one. Um, we just did a video before on hard work. I think sometimes people throw around the, the saying hard work. But, but if you think about the first word, hard, like it, it really is hard. And if you're going to, that's why it's so important to do what you really want to do. And you have to keep trying until you find that because it's, you ask me, everyone asks me, even my kids say to me, Dad, where do you get all the motivation from? And my kids, some of them are older now, um, and Broccoli even asked me, it's like, how do you just have this energy? But I'm tapped into an unlimited energy source because I'm like literally on purpose for what I want to do. And I think that's the number one quest in life. You know, you don't need motivation. You don't need to listen to motivational videos and things because your, your motivation will be higher than that. I just don't want to get like later in life and look back and go, I should have, would have, could have. You know, I just don't. And the, the last one is become financially set. I think when you're, you don't need to be like the smartest, wealthiest person around, but it's like you don't need half of the flashy things that people buy. This afterpay literally makes me sick. I know this is like not great tips it. in the world, yeah. but this afterpay and all this sort of stuff, the number one tip, Gary, gave me the billionaire guy when I first met him is he said spend less than you earn the best advice that's from a billionaire though I'm not a billionaire and if that's his number one tip I think everybody in life should should think about that
Because if you can't pay for it now, just don't buy it. You don't need, no one's going to think, I bought a, a Merc when I was, an E500 when I was about 28 years old. Worst decision ever. And I think sometimes we're so conscious of what people think of us, or we think they're going to think we're more successful. Actually, just become successful, and they're going to know you're successful anyway. So that, that would be my advice. I think it's the uh, judging you by your looks yeah. approach. A lot of people these days, I, I think it's either due to social media or whatever it is, a lot of people seem to think that, okay, if you've got a Merc, you're rich yeah, for totally. some reason. It's like to do yeah. with class, or if you've got a Land Rover, or if you've got whatever. Yeah. wearing like a Rolex or something. Yeah. It's the brand people associate with wealth. Yeah. But you might not actually, you might have saved up a ton of money. Like you don't actually know that person to begin with. For sure. So For sure. I think it's better to actually go up to someone and ask some questions or, you know, sit down with them and talk. But you're right. Like you, you will know someone that's rich because by their by demeanor, most of the time the people that I've met that are wealthy, they're very, very humble. Yeah, it's an energy thing. Yeah. Confident, yeah. Because they've come literally, some of them have come from nothing. Yeah. And they've built what they have, and it took them years. Yeah. So. And I think success most of the time is not the person, it's the people around them that helps them become successful. Um, they're the real reason people become successful. As a, like a filmmaker as well, I understand that because, yes, I'm the director, I'm making movies and, and doing all that sort of stuff, but I couldn't do it without my team around me, totally. supporting me. Yeah. So it's the same, it's the principle of life, really. So it you is. Can't live without your family and everything so the last part I, I love this part because like i said i'm a filmmaker so i always ask this because it catches people off guard so what's your favorite <laughs> film favorite actor and the last movie you watched recently favorite film uh, you know what i love the film I, that stands out is the professional oh yeah with yeah, leon, uh, leon the professional the french guy yeah um and um and uh natalie portman when she was really young yeah. they're showing my age now it's an amazing movie i love it i have to agree yeah What's his name? Um, I, I don't know his name. He just he's, he was in uh, he, all the all the uh, Pink Panther movies as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He's fan. That's the best movie. Um, Jay, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Your favorite actor? Uh, um, actually, there is, there's an amazing one. Um, I just saw a movie the other day, and it's, it's just so good. Can't remember. I'll come back to it. <laughs> and the last movie that you watched recently? Um. Joker. Actually, how good was Joaquin Phoenix, or whatever his name is? He's an amazing man. In, in yeah. Joker. Yeah. My goodness. He's a talent. If he doesn't win amazing. an Oscar this year, something's wrong with the Academy. That's the movie I saw. know there's something wrong with the Academy, but anyway. Yeah. yeah. That's the movie that I saw, and I was like, that acting was like totally next level, wow. out-of-body out experience for him. That's yeah. great. I still haven't seen it yet. Go see it. But you will we'll appreciate be, it. Be watching it. I think I've got to get my mind in a, in a no, kind of No. From a movie-making thing, you will yeah. sit there be going, wow, he's he's a whole nother. He come from outer space. I'll go watch it tonight then. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And what's next for you? Next to me? 31-minute movement. Turn that into something that's pretty cool. Thank you so much, Matt, Thanks. for your time Thanks, and for your short stories. Really appreciate it. No sweat. Thank you so much, Matt, for coming on the Storybox podcast and sharing your stories. I know your time is quite valuable. Uh, if you have made it to the end of this podcast, I do want to share something with you and just how, how busy Matt is and how thankful I actually am for Matt's time. Um, I spoke to his assistant and I asked her how many listings, active listings he has on any given time. And she was telling me that, that at that time, they had about 90 active listings. Um, and that is a lot of work. I kid you not, a lot, a lot of work. But Matt still found the time. Well, I'll put it into perspective for you. Um, so when I was in working for McGrath, I 
our my boss had about 15 listings on on any given good day now 15 listings is a lot of listings um like going to open homes saturday and sunday and just you know going from one place to the next you get very very tired um doing all those open houses just for 15 and then during the week doing callbacks and then trying to sell 15 houses um it, it's a lot of work. It's very taxing, especially when you have a lot of buyers. So dealing with 90 listings, 90 vendors, and I know he's got a team, but Matt's the principal. He's, he's, he speaks about it a little bit, building a team, right? It's those people around him are helping him, but Matt's the leader. So when the leader gives up his time, that means something. You, you have to understand that it's very, very important um, when people – you have to appreciate it a lot more when people that important give up their time for you. Um, I, I was so overwhelmed and so appreciative of, of Matt, um, even just giving me 23 minutes of his time. I wanted to go longer, but um, possibly can't because uh, I was very understanding of, of his time. Uh, but hopefully we might be able to do something later on further down the track. You never know. So I do appreciate you all for sticking around this long. Um, and if you did get something out of it, please share it around. Like, honestly, I don't ask you guys to share it if you don't get something out of it. Just if you did get something out of it, then share it around. I know last week's episode was received quite well and that was very overwhelming. So a lot of people did share it because they did get something out of it. And a lot of the feedback was all positive. So thank you guys for getting involved with the story box because it's only just getting started and we've got a lot of exciting things happening uh, and coming up for you guys. A lot of awesome guests um, as well. So Matt is just one of them. Um, he's He's been an awesome um, help to this, to this podcast as well. So anyway, guys, until next week, thank you so much for your support. Uh, hope you all have an amazing day and don't forget to share your stories around to whoever it is. Okay. Until next week, guys, have a good one. Cheers. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.